out to Walker. Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai. And Dane's gone through. Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game. The Panthers are going to be first after this. It's been ugly. They've been far from their best. Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top. Katara, the trick finish. Hello, welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les, and welcome back to this Christmas Eve special of news and updates. Now, there isn't many news and updates, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to name every club's miracle man after I do the news. There's only two updates, so I'll get through them really quickly, and then I'll go through every club's miracle man or miracle Ben. There might be more than one. So let's get straight into it, guys. Jermaine Asako. Jermaine Asako, he has signed with the Dolphins from 2023 onwards. I think this signing brings a lot of X factor to that club. I think that signing, um, he's obviously going to play on the wing. Now, I think a fresh start at a new club is going to be a really, really really good thing for this guy. It is going to be a blessing in disguise. I think that he he's definitely going to play on the wing, but he definitely brings a lot of X factor. And we've seen stints of it in 2021. We did. He played a few games on the wing and we saw stints of that brilliance. I think being at the Dolphins is going to be great. It is going to be great for Jermaine Asako. And then Oregon Kafusi. He is leaving the club in 2023. Still going to be there in 2022, but he's leaving the club in 2023 to join the Cronulla Sharks. Um, it's rumored to be around 400K a season. I think it is a bit overs, uh, but he has informed the Parramatta Eels now that he is leaving the club. And the club have made a statement the other day that they do wish him the best moving forward. So uh, great signing, I think actually for the, uh, Cronulla Shark, and while it is a bit overs, I think that they they see the talent potential in this guy, and I hope the signing works out for them. Now, Miracle Men for each club. We're going to go through each and every club, and we're going to name the Miracle Men. So we'll start off with the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm for me, Miracle Men. We're talking about Miracle Men for the Melbourne Storm. I think there's three, there's four guys that come to mind. It is pretty much the whole spine for the. Melbourne Storm. It is Ryan Pappenhausen. I think he's in for a big year. Um, obviously, was out a while for a while with concussion. I think he's going to come back in 2021. Hopefully, touch wood, fingers crossed, he's injury free and he's going to have a big season. Cameron Munster, I reckon, is going to be unreal. 12 months off the drink, I think, is going to do the world of good for him. He's going to come in. He's going to rip and tear. He's going to have a great season. Jer- Jerome Hughes. I really like the potential that this guy possesses, the X factor he possesses. He's moved from fullback to halfback, and ever since then, we've been we've been saying that he he's one of the best halfbacks in the game, and he's done such a good job for the Melbourne Storm. I think he's in for a big year as well. Harry Grant, I think he's going to get heaps more minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if instead of Brandon Smith starting at hooker. And Harry Grant coming off the bench, I think we're going to see a lot more of Harry Grant starting in 2022, purely because of the fact that Brandon Smith's gone off to the Roosters in 2023, guys. Harry Grant's going to be the, one of the only hookers at that club, and he's probably going to have to be an 80-minute hooker. So I do see, I do see 
Brandon Smith having a lot more minutes at lock forward or having a, a few less minutes? Because once Brandon Smith is gone, once Brandon Smith is at the Sydney Roosters, then Harry Grant is going to be the only hooker at that club. He's going to have to be an 80-minute hooker and he's going to need 2022 to be a great season for him in terms of getting those, getting more minutes, getting that fitness up, coming back in 2023 and being that awesome 80-minute hooker that plays exceptional for pretty much the whole game. Um, so it'll be really exciting to see. It'll be really exciting to see there for the um, for the Melbourne Storm how Harry Grant goes. Now, um, there's nothing against Brandon Smith. It is not purely because of the fact that he's leaving the club. It's more so just for Harry Grant and his experience Getting more minutes in, I reckon that due to this, uh, Harry Grant is going to um, take most of the minutes at hooker and Brandon Smith will be playing a lot more minutes at lock in 2022. Moving on to the Penrith Panthers, we already know that uh, Nathan Cleary is one of the best players in the game and definitely a miracle man for the Penrith Panthers. But there's a few guys that come to mind for me for miracle men. Jerome Luai is one. I think... He really compliments Nathan Cleary well. I know he plays a lot off Nathan Cleary, but through that, he compliments him really well. And and, and I, I think Jerome Luai um, possesses so much talent and X Factor as well, uh, which really helps the Penrith Panthers. And I think we're talking about the perfect halves pairing. I think Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary just... Played with, uh, they played unders a lot together. And then coming through the NRL, it would have done them the world of good. Other miracle men, and there's two others that I'll talk about, and they're forwards. Isaiah Yo, obviously, probably one of the best lock forwards in the competition. Definitely, I, I wouldn't say the best, but definitely one of the best locks in the competition. Isaiah Yo, I think, is definitely going to have another big season. Uh, rack up those meters like he always does. He's an absolute workhorse. And then James Fisher-Harris. I think he's an absolute weapon, an absolute freak when he when he starts for the Penrith Panthers. I think he's in for a big season. South Sydney Rabbitohs. We're talking about miracle men. There's three guys that come to mind for me. Uh, and then one little smoky as well. One little smoky that I hope has a great season. Firstly... Latrell Mitchell, I think he's coming into 2022. He'll come back in, I think, round three or four against the Sydney Roosters. And then since I think if he gets those suspensions down, I reckon he's in for a big season. Once those suspensions start to drop, um, I wouldn't say playing a cleaner game. I'd just say trying to not to do anything too strenuous that gets him out for like one to two weeks. Even one to two weeks is too much uh, for me. Uh, we definitely don't want him out for those six weeks again. That was hectic. I think if we had Latrell Mitchell in the side, we probably could have won the grand final, um, which is sort of a big call. But to be honest, um, Latrell Mitchell does play a big part in those South Sydney Rabbitohs. So uh, I think he is going to come in. And he's going to have a ripper of a season if he keeps those suspensions down. Cody Walker is another one. I think Cody Walker, even though he didn't get the captaincy, I think he's got enough on his plate. And I think that he's going to come into 2022. He's really going to have a blinder of a season. 
and I think he's going to prove us all wrong because most of us do say he plays off the back of Adam Reynolds. Mostly he does, but he loves that left-hand edge that he's on. He had Dane Gagai with him. He's not going to have Dane Gagai with him anymore, but he's going to have either Jackson Paulo, uh, who I think is a really talented uh, winger, center. We're probably going to play center, rumored to play center. Uh, I think he's a really talented footballer, to be honest. He's got a good kicking game. I haven't seen much of his passing game, but... To be honest, with a kicking game like that for a center, I think that just uh, provides the world of danger. So I think that Cody Walker is going to play a lot off him. I think Jackson Paulo is going to have a big season too, to be honest. But miracle man, Cody Walker, I think he's got a lot to prove to South Sydney Rabbitohs fans. And then Cameron Murray. Cameron Murray is going to have a big season like he did in 2021 because he's just such a talented footballer. Cameron Murray definitely won it. Definitely for me, for me personally, in my opinion, I think he's the best lock forward in the game for sure. I don't think anyone's going to convince me more of that unless Victor Rudley has a big season. But uh, we'll wait and see for that one. I think Cameron Murray's the biggest, the best, the best lock forward currently in the game. Uh, just the things, the little things that he does just blow me away. Every game he plays, every time he steps on the field, he's just an absolute workhorse and a freak. Uh, so Cameron Murray definitely going to have a big 2022 season. The little smoky that I've got is Lachlan Ilias. Now he has been said to be the next South Sydney Rabbitohs halfback. I hope he is, to be honest, because I think he showed a lot of potential in that game he played when Adam Reynolds was out. He scored a try in the first five minutes. You don't see many halfbacks doing that off their debut especially not ones that are quite young as well. He's quite a big boy. He's quite a big boy for a halfback. Uh, a lot of muscle, big boy. I think he's going to have a great 2022 season if uh, he is playing at the halfback role, Black Taff as well. I hope he has a great season for the South Sydney Rabbitohs as well. Sydney Roosters. We're talking about the Sydney Roosters and who... Can have a really good season for them. James Tedesco comes to mind. I think if he captains the side like he did in 2021 and he plays some really great footy, he's going to have a big season. Uh, Luke Keary coming back into the side. Most people have forgotten about the potential that he bestow, uh, that he has, sorry, or that he bestows that he has. Uh, most people forget about that potential that he has. And if he uh, shows that off in 2022, if he comes in and has an absolute ripper of a season, he's fully healed up and ready to go. I think it's a big season for Luke Keary. Uh, Victor Radley, uh, we sort of mentioned him before. I reckon he definitely has the potential to be one of the best lock forwards in the game. So if he shows that potential in 2022, I think it is going to be a big season for him. And I could honestly smell a origin selection. I can honestly smell an origin selection for Victor Radley. I reckon he could definitely make that side. Not not as a starting lock forward, but definitely off the bench. I think that he could have a, definitely a lot of potential there and bring a lot of impact off the bench for the New South Wales Blues. Talking about the Manly Seagulls, we won't really mention Tom Trevojevic because, you know, he. we already know that he is the miracle man for the Manly Seagulls. But... A few guys I want to mention, uh, Dalo Cherry Evans and Kieran Foran. 
I think they put in a lot of work that really went unnoticed in 2021. Sorry. Going into 2022, I think Kieran Foran's going to have a big year. I think and I think Daly Jones is going to have another big year. I think they did, already did have pretty big years that really went unnoticed um, for the Manly Seagulls in 2021. So uh, if they have a good year again, I, I honestly really like uh, what the Manly Seagulls are going to uh, that are capable of in 2022. Um, and Ruben Garrick is another miracle man as well that I think has a lot of potential. If he has another season like he did in 2021, it is a scary thought for anyone that comes up against Ruben Garrick in 2022. Now, everyone just says, oh, the only reason that you like him is because he's good at goal kicking and he racks up a lot of points from goal kicking. The only reason he got the most points is because of his goal kicking. It's not. He's a prolific try scorer, guys. He scored a lot of tries in 2021. He was one of the leading try scorers. I think he was like second to Tom Travojevic. So Ruben Garrick had a big year. And he's really, really talented. Even from that try, he scored uh, well, that, that try that he set up for Tom Travojevic. He set that up. Now, I know that Dale Cherry Evans got the ball and obviously grabbed it, ran a bit and then grabbed it. But Ruben Garrick set that up. Cowboys put a really good kick into the goal and, and it sat well. Rim and Garrick not only got out of the in goal, but ran another 40 to 50 meters and then set up Daly Cherry Evans, obviously, to put that kick in and, and Tom Dravojevic to score. But that was Ruben Garrick, guys. He's got a lot of potential. I really like Ruben Garrick. I think you're silly if you don't put him in your super coach or your NRL fantasy teams. I think he's definitely one to buy. Speaking of NRL fantasy, too, guys, I'm going to do a segment, an episode where I pick my fantasy team. I'm not a big super coach guy. I'm a big NRL fantasy guy. So while all the other guys like Guru and whatnot are focusing on super coach, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to focus on NRL fantasy uh, and I'll make my NRL fantasy team uh, on an Instagram live and record it for the podcast. Um, But I hope that that's going to be a lot of fun. That is going to be a lot of fun and I can't wait uh, to do that with you guys, but let's anyway, let's go into the next club, the Cronulla Sharks. Big name players for the Cronulla Sharks. They've got the big three signings. They've got Nico Hines, Dale Finucane, Cameron McInnes. Now, out of those three, if I'm picking one to have an outstanding season, it's got to be the one and only Dale Finucane. Just the mentality that he has, he... I've heard a lot about him in storm training when he comes in and he just tears the house down to the point where the trainers actually have to stop him from training. Like, he puts in a lot of work and he's cap- he is an out-and-out leader as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to captain the club, to be honest. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they picked Dalfanukin as the captain of the Cronulla Sharks. I think he's in for a big year. I think he's in for a huge, huge year. He's obviously been... Um, he's obviously been under guys like Pappenhausen and Hughes and Munster, Harry Grant, all those guys with natural talent. He was under Cameron Smith for a few years as well. Now, while the Cronulla Sharks still have some talented guys, I think that Dalfanukin is going to be more recognized going into 2022 because while there is a few talented guys at the Cronulla Sharks, there's going to be a lot less. And I think that they therefore will uh, 
it'll just let Dolphin Nukin uh, into the public eye and pe- let people really see uh, what he does on the field out and out f- when it was for the Melbourne Storm and now for the Cronulla Sharks. I reckon people are going to see his potential more so in 2022. I think whoever plays halfback for the Cronulla Sharks, whether that's Trindle, Tracy, um, or Moylan, uh, I think whoever plays in that seven jersey for the Cronulla Sharks has to have a big season because if they don't, there's going to be a lot of questions. There's going to be a lot of questions. I think a miracle man for the Cronulla Sharks as well has to be Craig Fitzgibbon. He's going to be confident with the team he picks and puts out there and he's got to keep that team out there for at least, at least 20 rounds. At least. Because that's that's the way that teams mold together. That's the way that teams feel confident with each other. They play with each other for more than just two games without being switched, swapped. Uh, you know, it, it, it. it's going to be interesting to see who they pick, but at the same time, whoever they do pick needs to have a bloody blinder, a bloody blinder of a season in 2022. Brisbane Broncos. Players to have a big season for the Brisbane Broncos. I think Payne Haas has a big season. I think Payne Haas deserves a big season. I think that um, he's just an absolute workhorse for the Brisbane Broncos. I think that's all I really have to say. I think he's one of the best front rowers in the competition, if not the best front rower currently in the competition at the moment. And probably one of the most versatile front rowers I think I've seen in a while. For the Canberra Raiders, I think Jamal Fogarty and Jack Whiten have big seasons, mainly because of the fact that Jamal Fogarty is going to open up and unlock uh, Jack Whiten so much more in 2021. I think that Jack Whiten just needs that halfback. Aiden Caesar was that halfback. Aiden Caesar left. We didn't really see the best of Jack Whiten. George Williams comes. We sort of start to see a better Jack Whiten coming up and playing some good footy. George Williams leaves. We don't really see the best of Jack Whiten. And people start to doubt Jack Whiten and saying that it's uh, he isn't as good of a player as people had said he was or that he is, to be honest. And then Jamal Fogarty is coming into the club, uh, coming to the club in 2022. I reckon he's the guy to unlock Jack Whiten and really show Jack Whiten's potential in 2022. I think that Jamal Fogarty himself is going to have a big season. I think he had a big season for the Canberra Raiders, to be honest. With him in the side, they had a really lucky season and they went much, much further than people had thought they would have gone. I think it's going to be very interesting to see Jamal Fogarty in that Raiders outfit come 2022. I think he's going to do the world of good for Jack Whiten and for the Canberra Raiders. Looking at the Gold Coast Titans, looking at the Gold Coast Titans themselves, um, they've lost most of their spine. Their whole spine is under the age of 25. So it's a really inexperienced spine. David Fafita might have a good year, depending on if he's injected into the side um, a bit more. Obviously, I don't blame him, though. He was on painkillers for pretty much the whole season. Once he gets all off that stuff and he, he feels uh, 
much better, injury-free David Fafita is going to be one of the scariest things we're going to see come out of that Titan system. A fully fit, injury-free David Fafita scares me and makes me shiver. Makes me shiver. It scares me. David Fafita, full potential. I reckon he's in for a big season. Tina Fasilamala Aoi, obviously, could be the captain of the... Uh, Gold Coast Titans, that, that just shows how young the side is, to be honest. And I'm not saying that um, Tino isn't a good captain. I'm just saying it really shows how young their side is. Tino came into the competition, I think, two years ago now. He's only been in the competition for two years, and he could be potentially the next captain of the Gold Coast Titans. Kevin Proctor's in there. Kevin, You could have given it to Kevin Proctor. Jared Wallace, he's got more experience too. I think Tano is going to do a good job, and I think Tano needs to have a big season as the captain of the Gold Coast Titans. And to be honest, I think that whole spine, um, AJ Brimson, Jaden Campbell, Toby Sexton, and Aaron Clark, I think is going to be the next hooker. All three of those guys need to have a big season in 2022 uh, in order for the Titans to go similar to how they went in 2021. Do I think they're going to make the top eight? I don't think so. And I don't think so, not because of them. It's because of all the other teams that are coming up, all the signings that the other teams have got now. I think that there is a lot of teams that could make the top eight. But NRL finals, as we know, is so unpredictable. So I can't wait to see how the Titans do go. Uh, A team we haven't talked about yet, trying to think off the top of the cap. Um, West Tigers. Miracle man for the West Tigers, I think, personally, has to be Jackson Hastings. I think Hastings coming into the, this club, the redemption season of Jackson Hastings is the narrative we keep hearing. I think that he definitely needs to have that redemption season. Come in, have an awesome uh, awesome season, uh, play some great footy. I think it's going to be a big season for him. Adam Dewey is another one. I think they've got to keep him at 5'8", to be honest. I think they really need to keep him at 5'8". Uh, I think that's where he's going to do the world of good for this West Tigers side. Um, and then Dane Laurie. Dane Laurie is going to have a big season for me as well. Uh, full-time fullback now. While still young, I think he has a lot of potential and I can't wait to see how he goes. Another guy who I'm interesting, interested to see whether he's in a West Tigers outfit or a Newcastle Knights outfit is Luke Brooks as well. I can't wait to see his 2022 season. Speaking of the Newcastle Knights, I think Kalen Ponga is their miracle man. Kalen Ponga needs to have a big 2022 season. He was obviously out with that groin injury for a long, long time. I think he definitely has the potential to be one of the best fullbacks in the game. So he needs to show that in 2022. I think he needs to have a big, big season. Uh... Who's going to fill Mitchell Pierce's shoes? That's the big question. Whoever does, again, just like the Cronulla Stark situation, whoever wears that halfback jersey automatically has to have a big season uh, because it is a lot of weight on their shoulders. It's a big space to fill. Mitchell Pierce was an awesome player. So whoever's coming into this side needs to have somewhat the same potential um, or have a similar impact to uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Pierce. Uh, because if they don't, it is going to be very, very interesting 
uh, and it won't be very good for the Newcastle Knights. I don't even see the Newcastle Knights making the eight unless Kalen Ponga has an absolute blinder or whoever they do select at halfback has an absolute blinder. They definitely do have the potential. I just think that without Mitchell Pearce, it is going to make it a lot harder for them to get there. Um, and I think that uh, Daniel Saifidi, Jacob Saifidi, David Clemmer, their forward pack is absolutely grouse. It's just grouse. It is amazing. They just need to find a solid backline, a solid halves pairing, someone to get, get in there with uh, Jake Clifford and just have an absolute blinder of a 2022 season. The North, North Queensland Cowboys. North Queensland Cowboys. The miracle men for the North Queensland Cowboys. For me, Jason Tamalolo needs to have a big year. I think Todd Payton needs to learn how to use him correctly. Maybe even if that's chucking him in the front row, but letting him just play footy, letting him have as many minutes as Jason Tamalolo wants and needs. I think that's how you use Jason Tamalolo the best because he's an absolute workhorse. You could basically keep him on for the whole game if you wanted to. The Hammer, I reckon the Hammer's in for a big year as well, whether they put him at fullback uh, and they put a lot of pressure on him at fullback or he's on the wing uh, or even in the centers. I think there's a lot of pressure on the Hammer. I think he'll do a good job if they put him at fullback though and if they use him right and if he learns his the craft, I reckon he could be a really dangerous fullback going into 2022 and 2023. Uh, and then the Chad Townsend. The pressure is on Chad Townsend in that halfback jersey. Um, because they've got Tom Dearden to come in and replace you if they don't. Uh, and Scotty Drinkwater needs that really good halves pairing. Scotty Drinkwater could even play fullback if they put him there, but then they wouldn't have anyone for that 5-8 role. So whoever they need needs to be a structured halfback because they just need to let Scott Drinkwater play his football and free him up. It's similar to the Canberra situation where they need to free up Jack Whiten. I think Scotty Drinkwater is the exact same. If you let, if you free up Scott Drinkwater to play his footy, uh, it is going to be a totally different North Queensland Cowboys side. I think Chad Townsend therefore has a quite a bit of pressure, ugh, quite a bit of pressure to have a good season going into 2022. The Bulldogs, I think the three main signings from the Bulldogs are, uh, are going to have good seasons. I think Josh Adokar is in for a big one. And there's a lot of bit of pressure on Josh Adokar because if he doesn't have a good season, he could miss out on an origin selection. There are so many players, so much talent eligible for that New South Wales Blues selection. So, I mean, there's a lot of pressure here on Josh Adokar to have a good season. And I think he'll do just that. Matt Dufty as well. I think there's quite a bit of pressure on him. We're not really talking about which players have pressure on them. But I think the pressure is going to make them have a good season. And I think Matt Dufty and Josh Adokar are under that sort of category. Uh, and Matt Dufty, I think, is going to have a big season nevertheless anyway. And then Matt Burton as well. Whether he plays in the seven or the six, I think he's in for a big one. I think he has so much talent. Whether he plays in the centers, 5-8 or wherever, I think he's just such an, a talented player. Um and I can't wait to see what he does for the Bulldogs in 2022. Parramatta, Mitchell Moses, I think he's going to have a big season. We saw glimpses of it against the Knights. I think he definitely runs the ball well. Really great halfback. I can't wait to see how he goes in 2022. Um, Nathan Brown, I think, had a big season that most people don't really think about. Um, his defense throughout the season was quite good. Dylan Brown as well. 
had a really good defensive game uh, as a 5'8", but Nathan Brown was pretty good as well, I thought. Um, the front rowers for Parramatta, Junior Paul O'Regan, Campbell Gillard, I reckon are in for big seasons as well. They just re-signed with the club. Uh, and then Gutho as well, who also just re-signed. As the captain of that club, I think he's going to have a big season. Brisbane Broncos, I think the two main guys at the Brisbane Broncos who are the miracle men for the, that side is Payne Haas, who is just an absolute gun. He just rips and tears every single week. And he's a grouse footballer. Um, probably one of the most versatile front rowers I think I've seen in a while. And then Adam Reynolds as well, I think, is in for a big season. Um, just purely because of the fact that he's moved from the South Sydney Rabbitohs to the Brisbane Broncos. I think that the Brisbane Broncos are in the top four in 2022. Just purely because of the side that they have. The X factor that they have. I think that they are definitely in contention for even a semi-final to a grand final spot. And that's a big call. It's a big call. But I reckon with the side that they have, they're definitely top four contention for me. And then St. George, Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt, I think he's a big, big uh, player in this side. I think that he really steers the ship. But we call St. George... Um, and I, we, I can't wait to see Ben Hunt in 2022. I reckon he's going to have a blinder, and I reckon he'll be selected for Origin. I think he's a hooker rather than a halfback, but I think he does well at halfback for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. And geez, you, you can't chuck him at hooker when you got Andrew McCulloch in there because uh, he does so much for that club as well. Um, they, they have a pretty decent side, St. George, and the money ball trick could work. The youngsters coming through could have big seasons. Uh, Jaden Sullivan, uh, uh, Junior Ramon, those younger guys could have a big, big season going into 2022. Well, there you go, guys. The miracle men for each side. I've done it. I've done it. I've made this new segment so much more interesting for you guys. Uh, Honestly, if I did the new segment, it would have just gone for like one minute. So I thought that I may as well chuck in something quite interesting. Miracle men for each club. Thank you for choosing Big Les's League and all a rugby league experience. I recommend this podcast to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one.